You know we really love you It ain't our place to judge you Your feelings get about it naturally There's no point in hiding So feel free to start confiding If you need a good friend You can count on me You can count on me You can count on me Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. A Harry Potter fanfiction podcast. This Harry Potter fanfiction podcast here today the one that we are putting in the feed here today, mm. was recorded live at LeakyCon. Yep. And we had a whole bunch of like lovely listeners that came to see it live. Even though we were on at the same time as Elijah Wood, they still came and saw us live, and it was so lovely to have everybody there. We are in a blood feud with Elijah Wood now, though. Exactly. So like... it's It's, you know... It's a one-sided blood feud. When we bring that up, inevitably, in the future, it's because of this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Or am I? Um, <laughs> Elijah, we're coming for you. <laughs> um, we also had a couple of people come that uh, had never listened to the show before. Mm -hmm. And as y'all are about to figure out... <laughs> I love springing some wild nonsense on some people who don't know what they're getting themselves into <laughs> what's better than that oh, what's better than that um so yeah we're really excited to bring this to you today it was a ton of fun to do live and i think it's a and it's a, just a absolutely excellent story <laughs> just a, a thousand a thousand points um but before we play that audio for you, just wanted to remind everyone that the last day for the listener survey is coming up October 1st. So make sure to fill out the listener survey. There is a link in the description of this episode. Check that survey out. And also check out this story I'm about to read. <laughs> so we're, are, we, are we ready we're now? We're going to do show now. It's time for predictions. It is. So this is how predictions work. Kim is going to tell us the title, the genre, and what book this fan fiction was released after. Mm-hmm. So that we can all make three predictions of what is going to happen in the fan fiction. I am going to make them out loud and you are going to make them in your heart. Yes. Or in Discord. Discord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys. Yeah. And, and in Discord. To Be get those polite good to your fellow points. Discord folks. Give them some spoiler tags if you're going to discuss. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because this will come out at a later time. Who knows when? Um, who knows when? Not us. That would require forethought. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to make three predictions, yes. keep them in your heart, and then afterwards we'll have you raise your hand if you got anything right. Yes. So keep them in your heart. Let's do it. Clue number one is the title. The title of this is The Truth About Harry Potter. Oh, this is maybe the third fan fiction we've done titled this, this The Truth. So oh, we've, done, we've done The Truth, The Truth About Harry, and now we're at The Truth About Harry. <laughs> Rude. The genre is adventure and romance. Oh, okay. And the time period is post Order of the Phoenix. Okay. So project your mind back to that 2003, 2004 esque era. Try not to project too much of your mind back there, though. You don't want to. You don't want to lose it over there. Uh, okay. 
this was sent to me by a listener. So thank you to Kira, who I don't think is here. Kira? No one's no. Kira. Okay, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Kira. Okay, prediction number one. This is an adventure story, so I'm going to guess Shing Shing Sword. Hell yeah, birds! Um, I am going to, I guess, that the truth about Harry is that the pairing is dreary. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, Give me one more, bud. One more, one more, one more. Um, You're just busting these out. I'm so proud of you. This is, it's a lot to have everyone looking at me. Just I, don't look at them. Just look at me. <laughs> look at me. I usually read to you. I've never had to do the prediction yeah. bit in front of yeah. the people like this before. Yeah. This is terrifying. Feel? Yeah. All right. Mm. They're only judging you a lot. Okay. My third prediction is, this is post-Order of the Phoenix. Yes. Um, time travel. Nice. That's three. Let's go into the truth about Harry Potter. Chapter one of one. <laughs> oh, chapter one of one. We've got a header. It says Halloween 1981. Oh. Oh, I should have guessed that we would go back to that night. <laughs> oh, the truth. This is my fault. Lily, James, and Harry had been in hiding for a week. It had been quiet. Too quiet. <laughs> Lily knew something was going to happen today, and she knew James felt it too. I'm putting Harry in his crib, she told him. <laughs> okay, James replied. As she tucked Harry in, she felt a twinge in her stomach. She looked down and said, You can't wait to join your brother, can you? <gasps> the truth about Harry is that he is a brother. Uh, maybe a twin. I hope it's a twin. It's, not it's a always twin. a Harry twin. Harry is there. It's, ni- it's, it's 1981. Harry is present. Right. It's not a twin. Well, the twin could be anywhere. They could have shipped the twin off to America. Yeah, but she's pregnant right now. Oh. Come on, <laughs> Please tell me I'm not the only one that didn't pick up on that. Thank you. Okay, Thank you. I know, I, know, I know babies aren't actually in the stomach, but like, come on, guys. <laughs> She patted her tummy lightly, then leaned over and kissed Harry on the forehead. Mama, bad man here, he whispered. (laughs) Harry did? Yeah. How old is Harry? One. (laughs) He's an early talker. Yeah. You know Harry. Just can't stop talking. Classic Harry. Talks and talks. (laughs) Babbler. We're going to go into James's POV now. I love a POV switch. Voldemort burst through the front door, took one look at me. We're in first person. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> this is the only part of the story that is in first person. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. And yelled, Avada Kedavra. I, I almost feel like we should have given the, the people who have never listened to the podcast before a primer on the voices. What do you mean? That's just how the characters sound. Right. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Come on, dude. <laughs> I barely had enough time to call upon my mage powers and create a shield. <laughs> I am, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> my mage powers. 
Uh, his mage powers. How are his mage powers different than being a wizard? Excellent question. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> so he... It doesn't seem like... It seems like he just can't... Maybe... He might be I doing wandless magic. I don't think he does. He's probably doing wandless That's probably the thing is because a lot of the times the difference in magic is only that a wand is not being used. Mm-hmm. So I would say probably not. He's mm-hmm. probably not using a wand. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He used his mage He's powers. He's a mage now. To create Whatever a shield. Whatever that means. <laughs> The curse weakened greatly as it came through the shield, but it was only by just enough not to kill me. Oh. I was knocked into a coma. Oh. End of James's POV. (laughs) (laughs) Lily grabbed Harry and ran. She looked over her shoulder and saw Voldemort. Give me the boy. (laughs) Why do you want him dead? She yelled. (laughs) Why are you laughing? This is a very serious conversation. (laughs) He's Gryffindor's heir. The only one who can stop me. He's Gryffindor's heir? Yeah. Ooh, we love a Gryffindor's heir. The truth about Harry? The truth about Harry says he's Gryffindor's heir? That's so boring. No. So pedestrian. Be, Maybe there's more. Be. There's so much There's so much already that's different. Yeah, it yeah, could yeah. be any amount of things yeah. at this point. Yeah. 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 How can he be Gryffindor's heir? He's your grandson, your Slytherin's heir. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so Voldemort is whose parent then? Lily's? Hold for the time. <laughs> or did I trim that? Why would you trim that? What's oh, no, I didn't. We're fine. You? We're fine. <laughs> He's your grandson. No, not no, that was Lily, sorry. Don't play dumb with me, child. I will not have my blood mixed with that of Gryffindor. Now move. No, father, I won't. <laughs> Is that so much more surprising than James? No? No, I just... Yes? No? I, I think maybe, just because of what he just said... I don't know. It feels like he, I guess he wouldn't try to kill, he did just try to kill James. Yeah. So maybe we should have seen this one coming. Just like straight off the bat, like goodbye James. Goodbye James, exactly. He's having a conversation with Lily. Right, right. See, it all makes sense now. Why didn't he try to kill Lily? She's his daughter. (laughs) Right, it all makes sense. We all know, we all know. Hmm. So this is, this means that James is Gryffindor's heir, I guess. Unless Wait, it's one ha- of those. Wait, Harry's Gryffindor's heir because James was Gryffindor's right? heir, right? Or is it one of those, like, you just, like, once in every generation of wizards, a Gryffindor's chosen? Once every. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I guess we'll, we'll, we're not going to find out. I'm, find I'm out guessing what? from context clues that we're not going to find out if James was oh. Gryffindor's heir. No. No. Okay, great. <laughs> No, father, I won't. If you must kill someone, kill me. And they go back and forth with the dialogue from Prisoner of Azkaban, which I snip, snip, snipped. Mm -hmm. It's very tragic, et cetera, et cetera. Um, (laughs) You guys Don't kill me. Oh, stand aside. No, blah, blah, blah. Please, not Harry. You know, know, the usual stuff. not Harry. (laughs) So be it, he growled. 
powers of Slytherin protect my son and I, Lily whispered as she, like her husband, called upon her mage powers. <laughs> Why is anyone a mage? Mage powers. Why is everyone a mage? Because you, I guess you can't be the heir unless you're a mage. It's sure. probably, there's probably some tie between the air thing and the mage thing, okay. right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out more context about this. <laughs> Avada Kedavra, exclaimed Voldemort. <laughs> Lily felt the curse weaken as it passed through the shield. She collapsed into a coma. Also in a coma. Both parents in a coma. In a coma. The truth Harry. about Harry. His parents, his parents are still, are still alive? alive. In a coma, though. Uh, oh, what the about the what baby? about the baby? Oh, no. We get three asterisks at this point. And then another header. Saturday, the 4th of April, 1995. Oh. We've jumped ahead to time book jump. four. What? Wow. Why did we do that? Because we did. So I did a big chop in this section, and I'm going to summarize it for you. Mm -hmm. In this section, we meet a girl named Maya at a hospital. She's visiting her parents, who are both in comas. Mm. Weird coincidence. I know two people yeah. in a coma. <laughs> Uh, a nurse comes by to tell her they're waking up. And within six hours, Lily and James are awake again. They're waking up. It takes them six hours to wake up? They, they were in a coma for like 13 years. So, so, is the, so is the deal that just like if you get hit by half of this Avada Kedavra spell, you're, you know, you're in a coma for approximately that exact amount of time plus six hours? Yes. <laughs> We know exactly when these people will awaken again. <laughs> and they start waking up, and it's like, ooh, I've been asleep so long. Ooh, I got crusties in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to wash my face and mm. brush my teeth. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that is a long, long time to be in a coma and yeah. not realize that you've, like, birthed a child while you were in a coma yeah, or apparently. something to that effect. Yeah. So, yes, Maya is Harry's sister. Of course. We didn't know about before. The truth about Harry? He has a sister? And his parents are alive. Yeah. And he's the heir of Gryffindor. And a mage? And he's a mage? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like there's maybe more there's than one There's a truth. lot of truth. All right. So that's that section. And then we move to Tuesday, the 1st of July, 1995, parentheses, 3.30 p.m. <laughs> Getting very specific. <laughs> this is, yeah. So we move forward, what is that, six months? Six months. And here, the author includes a section from the end of Goblet of Fire, word for word, where Harry and company arrive at platform nine and three quarters. Okay. Okay. The one that's like, oh, the end, it'll end how it end, and blah, blah, blah. Bye, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> You're no, so I've good at summarizing these points. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and that's that section. 3.36 p.m. I love this author. <laughs> the time jumps are all over the place. That one was six minutes. <laughs> 
Ron and Hermione stood side by side as they watched Harry disappear down the road. Do you think he's going to be okay? Asked Hermione. I hope so, but I have this funny feeling something's going to happen soon. Ron replied. People have got to start doing something when they have a funny feeling that something is about to happen. Have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. I have a bad feeling about this. Not going to yeah. act on that. First Lily, now Ron. Anyone do anything. Anyone do anything. It's like soon, but not like that soon. Oh, sure. We're just or unsure about it? the timing. It's now. It's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have the same feeling, she said, before turning to look at him. Well, I suppose I'll see you in a few weeks. Bye! <laughs> Bye, I guess. Yeah. I guess we'll hear. I guess somebody, somebody will tell us if something bad happens to Harry. Have a yeah. nice summer. Yeah. See you later. He just nodded, his eyes boring into hers, unable to let go. She felt the same thing. But after a few moments, she leaned forward, just brushing her lips against wow. his before kissing it. Let me read you a description about kissing! <laughs> no! <laughs> before kissing him on the corner of his mouth. Cute. Is it? No. Yeah. She muttered a small goodbye before she turned and walked away. This is high drama. High drama. Yeah. Goodbye, Ronald. We'll see you in a few weeks. She walks off into the sunset. Or does she? <laughs> As she entered the car park, she saw her limousine parked to the left. Oh, yeah. They got that dentist money. <laughs> Do you... Have you been to a dentist? Do you, do you know any dentists? <laughs> I don't think they have limousine money. They have buddy. a dentist money. I don't know. That's the UK. They might make more in the UK. Who knows? That doesn't sound right. Hermione! Her muggle friends Megan, Shane, and Brian yelled as they rushed up to greet her. This is taking a whole turn what that was so unexpected. Are we gonna just like derail entirely into Hermione's summer with her muggle friends and just not get back to the truth about Harry? Who's to say? Who's to say? Okay. Look, we, we're meeting a lot of characters. This is chapter one. We're just setting all the plot threads we're going to be pulling later. Setting them all up. Setting them all up, yeah. Setting up, building the house of cards. We've got to build the foundation nice and right. wide with many characters. <laughs> Maya, James, Lily, <laughs> Megan, Shane, Brian. Oh, my God. What are you guys doing here? She asked, slightly breathless after being crushed by the three. I don't know how you could forget about the makeover, smiled Megan. <laughs> you said this was nonstop. <laughs> Kira found something. This is incredible. How could she forget about the makeover? How could you forget about the makeover? They've been planning it. Cedric only just died. <gasps> Cedric's dead? Oh. Oh, I'm so sorry you have to oh find God. out this way. With I me can't believe it. telling you live in front of lots of people again for the second year in a row. I can't believe it. <sighs> the 
makeover. <laughs> the makeover. I'm so excited for the makeover. Oh, who's? I, I assume it's Hermione's makeover. Like at this point, it's a yeah. little bit nebulous, but it's got to be Hermione's makeover. Yeah, no, makeover. it is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Come on, your appointment's in half an hour. Megan said, pulling her towards the limo. I hope it's not a, like a specific appointment for like your hair appointment, your nail appointment. It's just the makeover appointment. <laughs> Yes, they're going to take her to one of those, like, whirlwind montages. They got a montage set up for her. Right, right. Great. Don't get too excited. The chauffeur came forward to greet her. Good afternoon, my lady, he said politely, but with a cheeky smile. (laughs) Oh, I love it when we give some some, uh, character Uh to these very side characters that we're never going to hear from again. And we're never going to hear from most of these people again. (laughs) Goodbye, Lillian James. Hermione returned the smile before she flung her arms around him. Jeremy, I missed you so much. (laughs) She's one of those rich kids whose parents don't pay attention to them, so their best friend is the limo driver. You know that's, you know. That's tragic. I know, I know. And she just keeps trying to achieve so that they'll notice her. Mm -hmm. Oh no, Hermione has a tragic backstory. Oh, wow. The truth about Hermione, more like. Forget Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing, he kissed her on the nose. Come on, Jeremy. I have an appointment to get to, said Hermione, putting on an extremely posh voice. Yes, that was my posh voice. Thank you all. (laughs) Very good. Thank Thank you you for the clapping. Thank you for the claps. I have an appointment to get to. to to I'm Hermione. He smiled and nodded before they headed off. 3.37 3.37 p.m. <laughs> Author strikes again. Ron just stood there as Hermione walked away. She nearly kissed me, he thought. Didn't she did, though? She yeah, did kiss here. It doesn't count. Just, it was oh, over here. Right. It, wasn't, it wasn't full lips. There was no tongue yeah. starting Yeah, it doesn't out. count unless there's tongue. Say that <laughs> into the microphone with your whole chest, please. It doesn't count unless there's tongue. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Look at me. Oh, She nearly kissed me, he thought, before his mother called his name, gaining his attention. Ron, I just told the others that there are some things I need to pick up from Diagon Alley, so we're going there before we head home. We'll meet your father and Percy at the Leaky Cauldron for dinner, she told him. He nodded and followed his family to where their port key was hidden. Okay. 4.44 p.m. <laughs> what is that? Like almost, that's a little over an hour. All right. Oh, that's a little over an hour. We've okay. progressed. Okay. A passage of time. Yeah. A very specific <laughs> passage of time. <laughs> While Mrs. Weasley, Ron, and the twins went around buying supplies, Ginny went to the pet store. What is going on? <laughs> I don't know why you're so confused. They're just like, they're like having to set the stage for every single character to have their own individual plot line is a lot. I don't know what you're talking about. This author <laughs> only wrote one chapter. <laughs> They definitely didn't set themselves up for too much. (laughs) And I'm not super proud of them. That one was sarcasm. Yes, I am proud of them. Hello, dear. Looking for anything in particular? Greeted a middle-aged woman behind the counter. Actually, I was thinking about a cat, Ginny replied. 
a box that was rocking and meowing nearby caught her attention. She asked what was inside. It's a lioness cub. No! Oh! Just a thing this old lady has in her store. A lioness cub. And luckily, they do list that on the Hogwarts approved animals. They're yeah. like cat, no, toad, owl, like, lioness it's a cub. Cat. It's a cat. It's a cat. Big and cat. Dumbledore's going to be like, that's a cat. <laughs> if I've ever seen one. Got two ears and a tail. Cat. <laughs> Little triangle nose? <laughs> the lions have triangle noses? I think so. Lions have triangle noses, yeah. Getting yeah. some nods. I've seen a lion. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. You all have seen lions before. I believe you. <laughs> it's a lioness cub. Frankly, I'm not sure anyone's going to take her because she's a lion. Because it's a literal lion. lion. No, don't awe. It's a no. literal lion. We can't be doing that. We can't be. No. We cannot be doing that. She's a stowaway, the woman replied. Oh. Snuck in with the rest of the shipment of I like cats. that even the lioness cub gets her own storyline and backstory. It's for everyone. <laughs> love this story. What is this? This is incredible. Ginny lifted off the lid, and the little cub jumped onto her, knocking her onto her back. Are you Could all right, be that here? little. It's just like taking, taking Ginny out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She wasn't ready. <laughs> Huge lioness cub <laughs> jumps on Ginny. Yeah. Caves in her chest, and Ginny dies. <laughs> Bye, Ginny. <laughs> the truth about Ginny. <laughs> <sighs> She's dead. She calls upon her mage powers to survive the lioness mauling. No, no, that's not what's happening. Are you all right, dear? Has it hurt you? The woman asked, concerned. Ginny replied with a giggle when it started licking her. There's a lion mauling me, Ginny stood up, the cub still licking her. How much is she? You can take her. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a literal lion. You should not take the free cat from the lady who's supposed to sell cats. Free stuff. No. Free stuff. <laughs> like, can what I have just like... like a sticker instead? Like, what? <laughs> oh, the company I get my stock from refused to take her back, and technically she's not mine to sell. What if this lady had just released the lion cub into the streets of Diagon Alley? It was like, not my problem. We were maybe like two days from that happening, yeah. So close. Bye, lion. (laughs) Good luck, rest of Diagon Alley. (laughs) The owls are that way. (laughs) Ginny decided to take the little lioness. She bought a collar with a bell and a leash before leaving. Because that'll help. She met her family just a few shops up. Hey, Jin, is that a Neasel? Asked Fred as he spotted her. No, she's a lioness. (laughs) No, did you just tell people it's a cat? It's a cat. (laughs) Ginny, do you know how big they get? Mrs. Weasley asked, a tad unsure of what to think about a big cat in the house. (laughs) Mrs. Weasley, like, you gotta take that back. Cannot, we cannot it, be having a lion it, in the house. Release it into the owl store. Goodbye. <laughs> we'll walk away. No. 
Don't worry, Mom. By the time she gets big enough to do any real damage, I'll have graduated from Hogwarts and be living in my own house. What? Ginny has not done any research about lions and does not know how fast this thing is going to grow because she has, like, four years before graduation. Yeah, yeah, super valid, super valid point. But it's okay because she's got a little bell, and so you'll hear her before she starts eating you. Yes, 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 yes. Everyone's safe. Everyone's safe. Anyway, she could keep the gnomes out of the garden. By killing them. Eating them. Destroying the garden. (laughs) By eating the whole garden. Okay. All right. By eating them and all your chickens and And Percy. (laughs) Bye, Percy. Didn't need him. He was extra. (laughs) Ginny gave her mother a pleading look. She saw her mother soften a bit. But it wasn't until a few moments later when the cub gave a yawn and snuggled up to Jenny that she finally agreed to let her bring it home. No! (laughs) You can't do that. Welcome to the Weasley family, lion. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever. Whatever. 4.48 p.m. (laughs) It's every time. The five Weasleys were on their way to the Leaky Cauldron when Ginny happened to look up and saw a hooded and masked figure disappearing from a rooftop. <laughs> what? This can't, this this character that is being introduced right now can't be Ron or Hermione or any of her muggle friends or Harry or Harry's sister or Harry's parents. It's a new one. <laughs> It's a hooded and masked figure. <laughs> Come on, put the pieces together. You've, you've read Harry Potter before. It's a Who hooded and masked wears figure. masks? Death Eaters. There you go. Yes, a whole new character. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> yeah, it's tuxedo mask. Oh. Romance for Ginny. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't looking. I'm so sorry. Do you need another one? No. (laughs) Do a spit take. I think that'll be good for this equipment. No. All right. Where was I? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh, right. There's a Death Eater on the roof. She quickly grabbed her mother and Fred and pulled them into Ollivander's. Mr. Ollivander, could you contact the other shopkeepers and warn them there are Death Eaters on the rooftops? Ginny asked hurriedly. <laughs> Ollivander is like, oh, okay, slow down. There's, there's <laughs> on the rooftops. Go get help. <laughs> Ollivander's like, what's that? Is that a cat? Yeah, it's a cat. Look at its little triangle nose. <laughs> he gave her a quick nod and disappeared to the back of the shop. Ginny handed the lioness cub, which she had named Care, to her mother. Here, take this. Care. Care with a K or care it's with a C? K-E-R. Ker? Care? Ker. Ker, 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 keep going. Take the boys and follow him, she told her. Ginny, where are you going? Ron asked. I'm going out there to warn people, she replied. How old is Ginny again? Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah. Oh, this is a great idea. Maybe 13. fourteen. I don't know what her birthday she, is. She's she, she just bought a lioness cub. She loves danger. Oh no! 
He did not like that. We'll warn more people if I go with you, he countered. She thought about it for a second. He was right. If she was going to take anyone with her, it should be Ron. He was more adept at fighting. (laughs) Than Fred and George and Mrs. Weasley. And Mrs. Weasley. (laughs) And Ollivander. No. Kerr. Ron's, Ron's, now I'm imagining Ron in this fan fiction is just like ripped, right? (laughs) Okay. Ron's, Ron's going to throw his wand to the side and just start knocking people out. Death eaters, I mean. Just death eaters. All right. All right. It, would, it should be Ron. He was more adept at fighting. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She nodded and they left, ignoring their mother's protests. They didn't get a chance to warn anyone before the first curse came from the rooftop. <gasps> People started screaming and running into shops to get to safety. The Death Eaters stayed on the rooftops, giving them the upper hand. <laughs> they have the, the high ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try anything, Ginny. Ginny. The high, high ground. ground. <laughs> okay, okay. The Death Eaters, okay. Until both Ginny and Ron had the same idea. They summoned brooms from the Quidditch shop and took flight. Oh, now they've got the high ground. Now they've got the high ground. We're just going to keep switching the high ground. Oh, oh you think? <laughs> We're going to have an uppy battle? <laughs> uppy time, says Ginny. No. The Death Eaters hadn't anticipated this and were quite stunned. No. (laughs) Someone can fly. (laughs) In this, the magical world? (laughs) Can't imagine. Ron took one side and Ginny the other. The Death Eaters started disapparating and apparating to get away from the pair. The chase continued for a few minutes until Ron's broom was hit and he (gasps) fell, dropping his wand. (gasps) Luckily, a Death Eater fell with him. Luckily, he's ripped now, so he can just start... (laughs) Okay, all right, he just punches the ground. He's just <laughs> lands Iron Man style. Boom! <laughs> I'm Ron Weasley. <laughs> uh, no. Luckily, a Death Eater fell with him and softened his fall. Bye. All right, I'm going to bring this part of the story back in. Okay. It's gonna, I, I kept some in reserve in case, oh, we, in case we had time for it. Okay, I think we're doing okay. I'm not going to get in trouble today. <laughs> Remains to be seen. It was a Death Eater with a silver hand. <gasps> do you not recognize this person? Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm just confused. And what but he's, he's he's here to fight. He's death, doing Death Eater stuff. He's here to fight. <laughs> yeah, you know Pete, a real fighter. He's here to fight. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Ron realized immediately after they had regained their breath that it was Peter Wormtail Pettigrew. Ron aimed a kick at Peter's head. See? I told you! He's going to beat the ever-loving bejesus out of him. (laughs) But missed when Peter ducked his head at the last second. Peter tried cursing him, but Ron ducked behind a stack of crates. It was there. It was there. Where are they? Are they on a roof? Are they in a... They're in the alley? They're in Diagon Alley. You know, there's a lot of crates. Just kind of... You know, the part of Diagon Alley with lots of crates. With all the crates. Uh, You guys know. The docks. (laughs) They're down on the docks, duking it out. (laughs) Ron threw a crate at Peter because he's absolutely jacked. Fucking ripped. (laughs) You did it. You did it. (laughs) I did it this time. Yes. Got her. And got me. I won't do it. 
remains remains to be seen. <laughs> okay. You recreated him. <laughs> then a second and a third. Whoa. <laughs> Each striking Peter on the head or shoulder and greatly pissing him off. He's not down for the count yet. He's like punching through them with his silver hand. <laughs> this is cool. This is a great fight. This is really cool. You didn't expect the Ron What about Harry's slash- sister? <laughs> Who? The truth about Ron Weasley. He's jacked. <laughs> Those footage um, muscles. Um, each striking, pissing him off. Pete sent a reduction curse. I called him Pete. It says he in the story. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> Pete sent a reduction curse at the fourth crate, causing it to explode. Splinters Whoa. of the crate hit Ron <gasps> and became buried in his left side, chest, arm, and thigh. <gasps> Oh my god, is he gonna die? Calls upon his mage power. <laughs> and that's when the lioness cub leaped out of the. No, no. Everyone's coming back, and Harry's sister was there. <laughs> Peter, thinking he had killed Ron, went to check and instead found Ron's right fist connecting with his jaw. <laughs> Get him! Because he's absolutely jacked. jacked. Ron grabbed Peter's hood and swung him head first into the wall. This is bye, Peter. Bye, Peter. The third time Peter's head connected with the wall, he fell to the ground unconscious. Damn. Dead. He's dead. He's, he's got to he be dead. It. No, he's in a coma. The coma lasts exactly 13 years and six hours. Oh, okay, okay. Pete also had mage powers. Ron bound him, then collapsed by his side in pain. The next thing he heard was a high, cold laugh that made his blood run cold. Mm. 4.51 p.m. How long was that? That was a really short fight. Go back. 4.48, 4.51. That was a three-minute long fight. Amazing. Yes. No, I love it. <laughs> I love this. Oh, the time, the time codes. The time codes are everything. Oh, I'm here for them. When Ginny saw that Ron was okay, she continued to fight on. Moments later, she heard a high, cold laugh. Voldemort stood watching the battle from the top of Gringotts Bank. He's got the high ground. <laughs> Ginny didn't hesitate for one moment. She landed and took off her cloak, revealing knee-high black boots and a short, dark green dress. I am deceased. (laughs) Goodbye. Prepare yourself emotionally. The outfit description's not done. A sheathed dagger was strapped on her left thigh. I can feel all of my skin. She looks great. She does look great. Why was she wearing this? It's the last, it is the same day that they arrived home from Hogwarts. 
We're like well, an hour after that. She had in her planner that later she was going to go to Hermione's makeover reveal. And so she had to be dressed for it. <laughs> Is Hermione's makeover reveal that she's going to like be dressed like Buffy? <laughs> Hermione's getting naked over into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, yes, exactly. All right. Okay. Ginny saw that the Dark Lord had a sword. Thank you all. Proud of you. I'm so proud of you. Hanging at his side, she looked around and saw a Death Eater who was also carrying a sword. Swords. Swords. She flew at him, swatted him in the face with her broom, and grabbed the sword. Hit him with her broom. <laughs> with a broom. Like, it's on the broom. Hit him in the face with it. Grabbed the sword. And flew off. Then she turned toward her next target. She's got the broom. It's not Voldemort. Voldemort's down. One whack with the broom and Voldemort is no, that down. No, that wasn't Voldemort. That okay. was a different Death Eater who also had a sword. Great. <laughs> Voldemort's got a sword. This Death Eater's got a sword. There's just We all have swords or daggers. Jeannie had a dagger. Yeah, 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 yeah. or daggers. Okay. All right. Same diff. She's got a sword now. Okay. Her next target is Voldemort. Voldemort. Okay. Voldemort saw her coming just in time to dodge away. She landed, poised to fight, in the superhero pose, I assume. Yeah, we're doing a lot of that today. <laughs> I wish this table wasn't here. <laughs> I would be on the ground. All right. <laughs> you really think you can take me on, girl child? He laughed. Sit up, this is a very serious part of the story. Thank you. She didn't answer, but struck at him with the sword. He only just managed to unsheath his sword and parry the blow. She didn't think. She just attacked. Instincts. Yes. Yes. Yes, Ginny. The instincts of a killer. (laughs) (laughs) Taking his attention away from the people in the alley below. She kneeled down and swept a foot under his feet, making him fall on his back. Nice. Got him. Leg sweep. Yep. He wasn't ready. (laughs) They're never ready for the leg sweep. (laughs) Sweep the leg. (laughs) Sweeping down with her sword, she went for a killing blow, but he managed to block it at the last second. Whoever trained you did well. (laughs) I haven't had a challenge like you in years, child. He commented. I think I'm going to do a new voice for Ginny today. Because this is not Ginny. This is not Ginny. Know this, Tom Marvolo Riddle. (laughs) If Harry doesn't kill you, I will. (laughs) I'm Batman. (laughs) She's so good. Are we going to find out who trained her? Or do we not get to find that out? Ginny summoned her mage powers. Are you kidding me right now? I'm kidding. That's not (laughs) here. If Harry doesn't kill you, I will, she whispered. I don't doubt it. You know what? You're really cool. I give up now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You win this one. How do you know my real name? 
ask Lucius about a girl in a diary, she hissed. Oh. She's here for revenge. <laughs> I'm Ginny Weasley. <laughs> Voldemort's eyes flashed with a spark of fear. What Voldemort hadn't told Lucius was that he'd put a curse on the diary that would turn the person whose soul he was stealing into a demon. <laughs> what does that mean? A demon. Uh, yeah, the voice you did was correct. Oh, you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thank did you. that right. You did that right. Why would, why in the world would he want to turn the person into a demon? Uh, thought it was funny. <laughs> fair, fair point. Ha ha ha, you're uh, a demon you're a now. Demon. Got him. <laughs> Your soul's mine and you're a demon. <laughs> Not totally, she replied to his unasked question. There's still a little human left in me. Oh, incredible. He stared at her, then gave an evil smile. Well, let's just see if your blood still runs red, demoness. He swept the sword at her legs, but she backflipped away. Yes! <laughs> she was ready for the leg sweep. She was ready. <laughs> Backflips. Like, that's my move. <laughs> happening <laughs> somebody tell me <laughs> all that mattered to Ginny was distracting him stopping him maybe even killing him mm, if we get the chance little stab stab bye Harry I'm the chosen one now <laughs> the chosen demon <laughs> Ginny became so focused on Voldemort that she ignored her surroundings Something she regretted when she found he'd managed to catch her on the corner of the roof. <gasps> she let her... <laughs> oh, she dropped the broom. <laughs> sword fight! Sword fight! She let her sword fall the three floors into the alley below and lifted her hands in defeat. No, this is a trick. This is a trick. She got a trick up her sleeve. <laughs> she noticed the other fighting had stopped. The Death Eaters and the other people in the alley had stopped to watch the duel. She saw Voldemort aim a strike at her, and she jumped off the roof. She heard her father scream her name as she caught the corner of the roof. Oh, yeah. And used the momentum to spring back upward, flipping over Voldemort's head as she pulled her dagger out. I don't understand, like, the <laughs> physics of how that worked. So physics we must magic. assume that she used her mage powers. We must assume. We must assume. Ginny summoned her mage powers. Her demon mage her powers. Demon powers. <laughs> Did ten backflips. <laughs> she swept the dagger across his back, leaving a deep diagonal gash. Ooh, got him. Lucius came running to his rescue. Ugh. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. I mean, Pete's down, so. Oh, Pete is down. I forgot. We got him with the crates. <laughs> Pete's by the crates. Stray crates. He's buried under a bunch of crates. <laughs> Bye, Pete. 
While Ginny was distracted, he unsheathed his own sword and attacked her, wounding her arm and leg. No! He attacked from behind. What a coward. Coward! Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> coward. Her injured leg gave way and she fell. He didn't try to strike her again. He just ran to his injured master and ordered a retreat. This is so disappointing. I thought we had it after the ten backflips. It did kind of seem that way, didn't it? Really it really did. It really did. Epic battle. He's not gonna, it's not going to be that easy, though. I can see that you are almost done, and I am so sad. <laughs> Sorry. Ginny lay slightly dazed for a few seconds before she rose to her feet. She sheathed her dagger and picked up Voldemort and Lucius's swords. Then she hopped onto the broom and flew down into her father's waiting arms and the cheering crowd. The end. Thank you to Kira for sending whatever that was oh, to me. Kira, what a hero! Destroyed the game. What a story! That um, was so good. Um, do you want a little bit of a summary? Great. All right. A U, and then we get a string of letters. <laughs> S S G W. Don't don't think too much about it, my friends. H P O C R W H G D M O C S B N M R L O C A D M M R H O M. How many pairings is that? Eight. Wow. Lily and James aren't dead. Not everyone is what they appear to be. Evolution has taken place, and a hidden genius will bring forth a new magical era. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know. Something, something, mages, something, something, demons. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Left with nothing but questions. Oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. Oh my gosh, that story, I can't, I can't explain to the listeners how much joy <laughs> it brought me to have you there doing voices live uh-huh. in front of, of a live audience. <laughs> I had such a blast. It's super fun. We hope you all enjoyed that episode, our live episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. But, you know, before we can leave, we have a little bit of end of episode business to get through. Exactly. You can find our website at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. There are several things on this website. One of those is the story submission form. If there is a fan fiction, you've looked mm-hmm. at it, you thought, wow, Sequoia mm-hmm. and Kim, got to see this, got to see this. Uh, you can submit it to us through our story submission form. Also on the website, you can find links to our merch. On the website, we've got a digital download of Yes Glitter. But uh, on uh, TeePublic, we've got a wide variety of designs on a wide variety of objects, including some new ones. So if you want to rep your Team Slowburn or Team PWP Heart, go check that out. You can find us on social media at Fanatical Fix on Instagram if you want to send those predictions over to us via our Instagram story. Mm-hmm. If you have longer thoughts or you don't have an Instagram or you miss us being on Twitter, you can e- <laughs> you can email tweets to us. 
at no. fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you want to help out this podcast, there are a couple of ways to do that. The first way would be to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify or wherever in this world will accept a rating or review of this podcast. Another way you can help this podcast is to travel to a nearby universe and accidentally drop right into the body of you having an epic sword battle with your arch nemesis. And in the middle of that sword battle, stop, summon your mage powers, <laughs> and use your mage powers to recommend that they listen to this podcast, Trick the Multiverse 2023. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> another way you can help this podcast is by joining us over at patreon.com slash fanatical fix there's bonus episodes mm -hmm. there's exclusive merch mm -hmm. there is a fabulous wonderful community over on discord mm -hmm. um one of the things you do get at our ten dollar tier is if you're at that tier for six months we will give you a shout out on the podcast in the form of a story summary which kim has for us today kim take it away mandy brocklehurst has always felt pretty skeptical towards love Throughout all her time at Hogwarts, she'd focused on schoolwork over dating and felt nothing but moderate concern when all her classmates rushed to get married after graduation. <laughs> but now, after her great-aunt Puttyfoot retires, she finds herself the sole owner of the infamous Hogsmeade makeout spot. Her efforts to revamp the business have been clumsy so far, to say the least, and business is in a slump. So, she calls in help from her friend and hopeless romantic, Lisa Turpin, to get a crash course on love. But what will happen if Lisa's lessons work better than either of them could have ever imagined? <laughs> I want to read that so badly. <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't exist, except oh, in this format. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Josephine Butolfson and Jamie Wilson for your support. It means everything to us. Thanks also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their song Wolf Star as our theme song. You can find that and more of their excellent music on thewhompingwillows.bandcamp.com. Bye! Bye.